don't know if you know how beautiful you are, but you're beautiful. Um, This is not how I was going to start, but the Lord had another idea. And the Lord has a question for you. And it's a pretty serious question. So I really, when I say it, I really believe the Lord wants you to really think about it and be introspective. Um, The Lord wants to know how much of him do you really want? Really, really how much of him do you want? Because he wants you to have all of him. So you just want to park there for a minute. And even ask yourself a question. What could be holding me back from wanting all of you, God? Is there something that's holding me back to wanting all of you? Because he is more than willing to pour himself out on you. So I'm just going to be quiet for a little bit. I hope you guys are okay with that. But it's, I just really feel we need to park here for a minute. How much of him do you really want? him say, what are you afraid of? I know each of you want me, but do you want me in every part of you? your body, your soul, which is your mind, your will, your emotions, and your spirit. What are you afraid of? Ask yourself that question.
Lord is just saying to me, remember David? He danced naked before the Lord. Was David perfect? Absolutely not. Sometimes we hide because we're not perfect. And really, truthfully, we are perfect because we're in Him. But there may be some things in our life right now that aren't perfect. And that's okay. God says, come to me as you are. I don't expect you to come to me without any problems, without any issues. So what are you afraid of? Because I see everything anyway. And it's okay. I know you so intimately. I knit you together in your mother's womb. I know every part of you. And now it's time that you get to know me. How does any other relationship form in your lives? How do you have intimacy in any other relationship that you have? And it's not a hard question. We spend time together, right? We spend time together. afraid the father says don't be afraid who more can you trust than the very one who created you I know you I know you I know you I know how your mind works I know what was done to you I know what wasn't done to you I know what was said to you and what wasn't said to you. I know the love that you were given and the love that was withheld from you. I know. I see everything. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. realize to the extent that you need me but I know to the extent that you need me and I am more than willing to pour out and pour out and pour out all that you need all that you want to empower you to live your life as I've called you to live. 
I am tired of seeing my people struggle. I have called you to a place of victory, to a place of ruling, and to a place of reigning with me. That is your destiny. But you need all of me to be an overcomer. You need to allow me to touch the very depths of your soul. To touch the areas of your heart that you felt you needed to protect. And I just... (laughs) Maybe it's a prophetic sign. Thank you, Father. 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 Even that happening, I don't take that as an accident because I even feel like the Lord is speaking to my spirit that it's literally an emergency when you try to live your life without my fullness. As you need my fullness, you need all of me so that you can conquer and overcome much adversity.
just try to stay in that moment. And what was the question? How much of him do you want? I can hear some of you say, well, I don't know what that means. What What is God going to do? What is he going to give me? What is he going to release? Sometimes he just wants us to trust him. really believe tonight is just a night of pure trust. Taking that step into the unknown. And yes, it can be scary sometimes. But can you trust him? He's very trustworthy. And he loves you with an everlasting love. So for this entire weekend, I just want you to think about that question. How much do I want from him? Because he has everything you need, when you need it, how you need it. He's like having that best friend that some of us maybe have never even had. But the one who knows what you're going to say before you say it. The one that knows when you walk in the room by the look on your face, something's wrong. That's how well he knows you. Um, Friday morning, when I woke up, I asked the Lord what he wants to do tonight and he said I want to breathe on them 
So I did a little research into the breath of God. In Job 33, 4, it says, The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. So he gives life. He breathes life into you. Job 32, 8. But it is a spirit in man, and the breath of the Almighty gives them understanding. He helps us understand things. The breath of God helps us understand. 2 Samuel twenty two sixteen 16 to 18. Then the channels of the sea appeared, the foundations of the world were laid bare by the rebuke of the Lord at the blast of the breath of the breath of his nostrils. He sent from on high, he took me, he drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy. His breath is so powerful that it blows your enemies to oblivion. So God wants to breathe life into us tonight. He wants to give us understanding. And he wants to basically destroy our enemy. That's some good news. You know, when I, when I walked in here, I just, I so much feel that so many of you have been struggling, that you've had hardship. I know hardship. My entire life has been hardship. So I, I want you to know that I understand. And the Lord told me that many of you are weary from the battle. The battle from trying to keep it all together. I've been there. Trying to keep the faith. And, and the Lord actually gave me a vision of... I saw all of you, many of you, you know, on this path. And, and I literally saw the enemy coming out of nowhere and shoving you, giving you a nice little shove, where you just feel like you get your footing and you get your step and then something else happens. And something else happens. And the enemy's like, ha, ha, ha. I've got them now. Just when they thought they had their feet back on the path, I'm going to push them off again. Just when you think you regain your ground and your confidence, the enemy's plan, he's like, I'll show them. In all the trials and all the testing of our faith, we tend to feel weaker, right? physically, emotionally, even and sometimes spiritually where we're just rocked to our core. The plan of the enemy is to try to wear you down with busyness, with fires that you need to put out, and even fires that you're not supposed to put out. But he'll think it's your job to, he'll try to make you think it's your job to put it out. With problems that need to be addressed. 
see so many of you, even now, you haven't even been able to focus because there's just so much coming at you, so much coming at you from every direction known to man. I understand that too. I've lived it. Marriage, finance, health, I get it. He wants to wear you out so much that you get discouraged that you have nothing left to give. He wants you to believe the lie that you're weak. But the very truth is that you become stronger. It's a lie. Do you hear me? It's a lie that you are weaker. And I know your flesh feels weak. And even sometimes your spirit feels weak. God takes us from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory. That doesn't mean that there's not a whole bunch of bad stuff that doesn't happen in between, right? And I see in the spirit, there's like a spiritual fortitude, a tenacity that's rising up. This is what God wants to do. He wants you to be a tenacious people. As our eyes are stayed fixed upon him, we begin to realize who we are and whose we are. We begin to walk in the pure holy truth of our kingdom position, which is as royalty, priests, and kings. You know, it's a, this is something I had to learn the hard way. It's a, a position that cannot be lost unless we give it up. An authority that cannot be lost unless we give it up. Giving up means that somewhere along the path, you began to believe the lie over the truth. A lie that says, I can't do this anymore. And I know there's people in this room that have said that. I've been there, I've said it. And not believing God's truth that says in all things, in all things, we are more than conquerors. All things, not some things, all things. Through him that loves us. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Oh, there's the word again, all. Not some, all. The Lord is breathing on us tonight. It might not feel right now that you're getting breathed on, but he's breathing on us. He's given us fresh manna for the battle. We can't live on yesterday's manna for the battle. You need today's manna for the battle. So what do you need today? He asked that question earlier. What do you need today? And I 
hear the Lord say, do you think I don't hear you? I hear you. My ear is inclined to hear you. You're my child. You are my child. I care about everything you say, everything you think. Not just some of the time. I care all of the time. All of the time. He's strengthening us to stay on the path. The path that the enemy tries to push us off. The straight path, the narrow path. And I just prophesy over you that we are not the ones that travel the broad road that leads to destruction but the ones that travel the narrow path that leads to life. Last night, there was a, a woman's name that came to my mind. I don't know if she's here tonight, um, but the name was Carolyn. Is there Carolyn? Carolyn, do you mind coming up here? If not, I come to you. Would it be okay if I pray for you? me up and I was just crying. I was crying. His heart is so much for you. It's not against you even though the things in life seem like everything is coming against you. And the word for you that I hear the Lord say, he gave it to me on the way down. It is not time to give up. It is time to stand up. And take your ground for that very word. And I understand I've allowed the enemy to take my authority. I've allowed him to do it because the battle has been long. The battle has been hard. It's time to stand up. It is not time to give up. That's just what the enemy wants you to think. That's what he wants you to believe. But he's breathing on you tonight. Dear daughter, he's breathing on you tonight. So Father, I thank you. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. Do what only you can do, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come. Do what only you can do, God. I am for you. I am for you. I am for your family. I am for everything that you 
whole, dear. Every part. I am for you. You need to know that. I am for you. I am for you. I am for you. I am not against you. I am for you. Holy Spirit, come. Come. Just let him touch. There's deep, deep, painful parts in your heart. Just let him touch it right now. You're safe. You're safe. You're safe. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. More, Lord. More, Father. More, Father. Deeper. Daddy wants you to go deeper. Deeper. All the hurt and all the pain. you. I have not forsaked your family. I have not. I need you to believe that I'm a good God. I need you to believe that I'm a good God. I need you to know that I'm for you. I need you to know that. on you tonight and breathing my goodness my goodness breathe in my goodness somewhere along the way you forgot how good I was and I understand I understand I understand I'm a God that understands I know by the spirit that there are some of you in here that need to grieve. You need to grieve. The past seasons, it might even be your whole life. The Lord took me through a season. And at the end of that season... I actually had a vision of my tears and I've cried so much in my life and the Lord just took me through this two hour time where I just was grieving the past hurts and pains and trauma and difficulty and this path if you're okay I don't want you to go anywhere yet okay It's okay to grieve. But God doesn't want us stuck there. But let me tell you, after I was on the floor for two hours, <clears throat> sobbing, uncontrollable. <laughs> I wasn't going to share this, but I want to share this vision that the Lord showed me. You know how the Bible talks about he stores up our tears in a, what is it, a glass jar or something like that? <laughs> 
Well, guess what he showed me my tears were doing? They were burning the enemy. I was, can, can I just say it how they were burning the piss out of the enemy? I'm sorry, I'm not very tactful, but it was literally my tears were shooting out of my eyes. <laughs> it just takes me back there, I'm sorry. It was probably the best thing I ever saw. And when I got up from that floor, did I feel good? Ha! <laughs> so if he could do that for me, ha, he could do that for you. There's some things that you may not realize that you haven't grieved over. It can be anything. It could be, it could be your whole life that's been, a, been just a life of trauma and, and dysfunction. Or it could be as something as simple as a hurtful word that came from somebody. And not that that's simple, because when people hurt us, it's, it's tough. I feel like God wants you to know that this is a safe place and that this weekend he really wants us to go deep he doesn't want you to be afraid to go deep because see we can live on the surface of our heart because those deep parts we can function like that we can function with these deep wounds and scars in the very deep recesses of our heart. We can function like that. But guess what? God doesn't want us to function like that. He wants you to know there's no safer place that your heart can be Than in the hands of the most loving Father that I personally have ever known. And I didn't have a very loving Father. In the natural, I mean. But our Daddy. He's the best daddy in the whole world. He is the best daddy in the whole world. And the things that happen to us, people that we love that die, that are taken away early, sicknesses we've had to endure, financial trouble we've had to endure, rejection that we've experienced, you name it. It could be any of those things. They cloud our view of how good God is. The truth is, He is a good God. The enemy wants you to believe that He is not a good God because of the things that happen to you that we sometimes blame Him for when God didn't even have a hand in it. 
but he understands even in that. He understands because his love is that deep. So Father, tonight I just pray that every heart, every precious, precious heart in this beautiful family of God, I pray for their hearts, but mostly God, that you release a grace upon them to be able to trust you with their hearts. To be able to trust you to do such intricate surgery. And what I see is I see our hearts and I I see the Lord just so oh my gosh it's so precious to his heart your heart is so precious to him. And I see him literally standing in front of each of you. And he's asking you, will you allow me to do surgery on your heart? It's a great sacrifice. It's a great laying down of ourselves. It's like putting ourselves as a living sacrifice upon an altar. Because there's a delicate surgery that he wants to do. And it's almost like I see him, his desire is to just open the heart up. It's kind of like folded, you know, it's folded here, but he just opens it up like a page in a book. It just opens it it up. And he's saying, will you allow me to do that surgery? Because I want you to have all of me. But some of you are not able to receive all of him. But you will. He just wants you to trust him. Your heart is very precious to him. And he's showing me that many of you have had your... um, your hearts, I literally see them just like stomped on, smushed, stomped. So it's hard for you to trust. God, I ask that you help each and every one to feel safe. That even though they've been hurt over and over and over and over again, that they would trust you enough to do the surgery that you want to do so that they can have all of you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Jesus.
feel like he's saying don't be afraid to feel the pain don't be afraid to feel the pain sometimes we need to feel it to get over it don't be afraid to feel the pain I believe there's one more, um, one more thing that the Lord was showing me. <clears throat> and listen, you don't have to get up out of your chair if you don't want to. 
because some might view this as a little sensitive. But um, I really, really feel like the Lord said that there's people in here that have suffered with depression. And um, I've done that too. (laughs) There's not many things I haven't (laughs) struggled with, to be honest. I'm just being real with you. Um, God doesn't show me things just for me to know. He shows me things because he wants to take care of it. There is absolutely no condemnation at all for somebody who suffers from depression. None. But I do know that God wants to set you free of that here today. Some of you said that I I haven't felt joy I don't even know when. Some of you may have to put on a happy face for others. Some of you say I'm never going to feel joy again. wants you to think that. Some may even feel like you have a right to feel depressed because of the things that have happened to you. The enemy wants you to think that you have a right to be depressed, to be sad. to hate your life. It's a lie. How do we empower the liar? Is by believing the lie. The liar is the devil himself. And he's very real. He hates you. He does. That's just too bad. Ha! He's jealous. We're made in his image and his likeness. Depression, sadness, whatever you want to call it, and I hate to put labels, is not your portion. Period. It is not your portion. That is not how God intends for you to live your life. He wants you to be joyful, enjoying his presence. He loves you. 
He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. And I feel him say, yes, so many things have been done to you. So many horrible things have happened in your life. But even then, and even still, I don't want you to stay there. For he has a banner over you, and it says freedom, and it says victory, it says peace, it says joy, it says righteousness, which is his kingdom, righteousness, peace, and joy. That's his banner over you. Not depression, not sadness. And like I said before, you don't have to come up here, but if you want to come up here, I encourage you to do that. I want to pray with you. God wants to love on you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your freedom. I actually see the Lord putting his hand up and saying, Halt to the enemy, saying, Silence to the enemy. For the enemy has been chiming in your ear about how things are never going to change. They're always going to be the same. And you're going to be stuck in this place forever. And the Lord is putting up his hand and it's a mighty hand. And it says, halt to the enemy. So Father, we agree in the name of Jesus. And we say halt to the enemy. Halt to the voices that are chiming in your precious children's ears. The ones that say, my life isn't worth living anymore. We say, halt in the name of Jesus. The one that says, there's no other way out. I want to kill myself. We say, halt in the name of Jesus. And I bind every spirit of suicide right now in the name of Jesus. Every thought process. Father, in the name of Jesus, that is not of you. We just command it crushed by the enemy right now in Jesus' name. And we proclaim and declare and decree a sound mind, a peaceful mind, a joyful mind full of hope and full of love. I thank you, God, for your banner of freedom. I feel like I've done everything the Father has wanted me to do. Lord, I thank you for tonight. I thank you for your precious people. 
I thank you that they will no longer be afraid to have all of you in every way, in every facet of their lives. We praise you, God. We praise you, God, and we set our hearts and our eyes upon you. Those eyes of holy burning love. Those eyes that never come off of us, even when our eyes come off of you. You're so beautiful. You're so lovely. You're so holy. Thank you, Lord. Bless your people with sweet, sweet sleep. The Lord says there's some of you that have been having trouble sleeping. So we bless you with sweet, sweet sleep. A rest that you've never had before. As you go to bed and you rest in your lover's arms. Let him hold you tonight. Let him breathe on you tonight. Receive all that he has for you. Receive his fullness for you. For he loves you with an everlasting love.